0: Been listening to MOD channel. Me the road would be there and I don't believe he got me this far to leave me. Today we're going to be tackling a question that has baffled minds for centuries. A question that is as old as men, and that is where did God come from? Or, who made God? So let's get right into it. I am Pastor Essien and I'm your host. This is my podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Now let's just get right into the question. Where did God come from? Who made God? So, whenever we look at creation, we look at the vastness, the wonders of creation, we cannot but help to realize that somebody had to have made all this. And so when we talk to our atheist friends or those who question our Christianity, we tell them God made the heavens and the earth. God made the universe. God made reality. God made everything. To which the natural question that should come next to anybody, including the Christian, should be, who made God if everything we see today was created and that's only logical if you have a phone in your hand for example it didn't just appear magically, somebody made it so if you look at the earth the streams, the mountains and rivers human beings somebody put us here somebody made us all but then that somebody also had to have had someone or something to make him, right? Well, if you think like that, then the question will now be, so who made the one who made him and who, one, who made the one who made that one that made him and that one and that one? And it's an infinite regression. It doesn't end. But thankfully, the answer to this question is quite simple. You see, many people, when they talk about God, they don't understand they are talking about a being who was not created. Because if everything has a creator, everything therefore has a cause. And then that means that everything is finite. Anything that has a cause or creator is finite and can never fill the category called God. It's impossible. If God has a cause, he is not God if God was made he cannot be God God is or would fit into the category of Aristotle's unmoved mover the whole idea is one who cannot be moved yet can move everything I don't know if you've ever heard the will I say riddle of what happens when the um, unmovable object meets the unstoppable force the answer is that it's not possible for both to exist both have to be in one entity so you have the unmoved mover meaning that he is unstoppable formidable eternal um what's the what, what other words that is he's self-sufficient does not need anything or anyone and has to also have the ability to make anything to happen And that is actually what we call God. I think that's a good way of describing God in a simplified manner. It's a bit more complex or much more complex than that, but that would be a simplified um, way of looking at it. So he's all-powerful, all right? And he's all-knowing. So I want to say that to better understand this question of who made God, where did God come from, you have to realize that One way we define God is that he is the creator of everything. He is the creator of reality. If he is the creator of reality, he could not have been created. If he is the one who can do anything, then there there doesn't need to be a cause for him. All right? He is all-knowing, all-powerful. Also, the idea of creation means that there was a beginning. All right? Genesis 1 starts with, in the beginning, there was a beginning. Now, even the idea of a beginning was created. Time cannot just exist by itself. Time exists within reality. Time, space, and matter all come together to make reality. So it means that when God said, let there be, or when God created, time also came to existence. Now, I want to say that we cannot fully appreciate these concepts with our finite minds. Our minds are so limited in what they can understand that thinking about it can make your head hot. You may explode. <laughs> you just may explode because it's beyond our grasp. Look at what First Timothy 6 verse 16 says. It says, who, has, who only has immortality, talking about Jesus, dwelling in the light which no man can approach. Or another text would say, dwell in in unapproachable light. This is actually talking about God. God is Christ, amen? But Christ is God revealed to us. But there is God eternal. He says, whom no man has seen nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. So no man has seen him, no man can see him. Now think about that. It means we have a God that exists beyond present reality. We have a God that exists beyond time, space, and matter. He exists outside of it all, yet he can also exist within it. That is just, like, that is mind-blowing. So, you can't just say, oh, was God made God? No, 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 that that doesn't make sense. Now, if we talk about other gods, Zeus, Thor, all right, um, Hercules all the fake gods including Kratos yeah they were made I mean it's it's quite a contradiction that you have the birth of a God you have the birth of Zeus or <laughs> Thor it's just it's a contradiction nah if he is truly God he can he was not made he wasn't made Jesus has always existed. Do you remember when God appeared to Moses? What did he say to Moses when God Moses asked for a name? He said, I am who I am. That is, I am, I am outside of your confines. I am. I have always been. I am who I am. I am. <laughs> I'm not confined to creation. <laughs> you get I you can't even just give me a name. I am beyond names. I am who I am. That's what he said. And then Jesus also, when he came to prove that he was the same person that was talking to Moses back then. He made a statement. He said, Before Abraham was, I am. All the Jews tried to stone him (laughs) when they heard that. But it's true, it's the same person. He was not made. What we call Jesus is the incarnation. God coming as a man, coming through the vessel of men, coming through a woman's body to get his own physical body. And that's why there's a dimension of God that will forever remain a man. And that is Jesus. But there is God who has been eternal, who has always existed, and who is even the one who brought about the principle or the, the reality of existence. He is the one that brought it about. So you cannot confer on Him what He created. It's not possible. You can't do that. You can't confer on Him what He made. And so when you think of this God who is so powerful, it dismisses a lot of concepts or ideas we've had for example if you talk about the rebellion of uh, Lucifer to me that thing that doesn't it doesn't just make sense when you think about it that Satan would go to war with God <laughs> nah it it makes no sense at all it makes no sense at all at all at all at all it doesn't because God is beyond that realm God is how do you want to attack God how how does that happen no 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 you know, there's another explanation for that. But I've thought that in previous podcasts, I won't go into that now, but you can actually dig through my endless podcasts <laughs> to see if you can find the episode. You when you see it, you'll just know that this is the episode. All right. So I want to read a few uh verses to crown this up that will just give you that concept or understanding of what we're talking about. John 1:1. In the beginning was the word, the word was a god, the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God, verse 3 All things were made by Him. Notice, it says, all things were made by Him. If all things were made by Him, He could not have been made. Are you seeing that? <laughs> it says, And without Him was not anything made that was made. That's powerful. Hebrews 13, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He has always been like that, He does not change. He is not a man. He cannot change. He is always the same. He is eternal. <laughs> it's hard for our minds to wrap around or to wrap our minds around that. It says here, Acts 17 verse 24, God has made the world and all things therein. So he made the world and all things in it. Seeing that he is Lord of heaven and earth, dwells not in temples made with hands. So I want to say this. If this verse is true, it means that God never dwelt in the Ark of the Covenant. He never dwelt in the Jewish temple. He never dwelt in any place. And he does not live in any church. Rather, he boasts of living in man. So, there are just three realities of God. God who dwells in unapproachable light, who exists beyond existence, which is crazy. God who came as a man, the man Jesus Christ and God who lives in us by his Spirit. are you seeing that? So, look at that. It says, He does not dwell in temples made with hands. Verse 25 says, Neither is worship with men's hands as though he needed anything. Now, this is powerful. It means God is self-sufficient. He does not need anything including you. Some people behave as if God needs them. Rather than singing the song, I need thee, oh, I need thee, every hour I need thee. It's more like, you need me, oh, you need me, every hour you need me. And so they form for God. God doesn't need you. And he didn't even have to die for you. That's, that's actually the idea of God. He doesn't need you. He just loves you. <laughs> he doesn't need you, honestly. Jesus said, if you don't worship me, he says the stones will cry out. <laughs> Trust me, a stone can replace you that's quite a scary fact okay it says neither is worshiping men's hands as doing there anything seeing that he gives to all life and breath and all things he gives life to all now that's powerful God gives life to everything in him is life and that life is the light of men but he is the one that gives life to everything everything alive, he gave life like, so think about he is the life giver everything that has life everything that has breath everything that exists that is animated with some form of life he gave life to them now let me say this is not even limited to things you can see because there are beings you cannot see like angels he gave life to them powerful stuff colossians 1:15. Who is the image of the visible God? The firstborn of every creature. That word firstborn, is talking about Jesus. That word firstborn means prototype. The one who preceded, came before all. He's the firstborn of every creature. Verse 16, for by him were what? All things made. Are you seeing that? By him were all things made. That are in heaven and that are in earth. Are you seeing that? Visible and what? Invisible. Whether it be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, or all things were created by Him and for Him. So they were made by Him and for His pleasure. So they were made by Him; they were also made for Him. So why do you exist? You exist for Him, for His pleasure, for His purposes. So you don't find your identity in yourself. You don't find your purpose in yourself. You find your purpose in Him, and that's why. Let me just say this. There are so many seminars around the world of people saying discover your purpose, discover why you're, here. why you're here and all those are incorrect because an object cannot or a created thing cannot in itself find its purpose. It has to look to the creator. You can do things with the abilities given by your creator but it will just be abused if you do not know the reason why you were made. Powerful stuff made for him verse 17 and he is what before all things are you seeing that he is before all things so he could not have had a beginning he is eternal everlasting before all things he made time for goodness sake and by him all things consist all things are upheld by his power are you seeing that God cannot be defined from a standpoint within creation. Rather, creation can only be understood in light of the Creator. Are you seen that? Creation can only be understood in light of the Creator. In other words, creation does not make sense without the Creator being in the picture. We're going to crown all this by looking at the book of Job. If you remember the story of Job... Job had a rough time being one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest man in that time in his area where he lived that is I think it was the east and all of a sudden having such misfortune hit him and many things ensued of course there are many things he said plenty babblings so many things in fact the whole book of Job is about babblings and you actually think the guy knows what he's saying good man refused to cause God but the time came when God confronted him and see what God, see the things that God said. It's quite long, but I'm just going to pick out a few texts. Job 38, verse 1. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm and said, Who is this that obscures my plan with words without knowledge? <laughs> so he says, with words without knowledge. You're know, not talking, you don't know anything. He says, brace yourself like a man. I'm reading from the NIV. I will question you and you will answer me. Eh, that's God talking. She says, where were you when I laid the Earth Foundation? <laughs> this is so interesting. Where were you? eh? Say, tell me if you understand. I mean, this alone is enough to just finish anybody. And that's why you see a lot of people who are just sitting down. Uh, there is no God. Just sitting down in your, your chair. You just existed like maybe 50 years ago or 40 or 30. You've not existed 100 years prior to, you know, your life. Then the next day you're me, there's no God. We are proven there is no God. It doesn't make sense. He says, where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Where are you? And honestly, this is a confrontation that everybody needs to have. He says, verse 5, who marked off his dimensions? He says, surely you know. Tell me, who marked off the dimensions? Who measured? Who gave the world its measurement? Who stretched the measuring line across it? Verse 6, on what were its footing set? Or who has laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sank together and all the angels shouted for joy. This Is actually talking about the creation of the angels. In other words, angels were made a creation. <laughs> and he's saying, Where were you? Did you see when we when I did that? When the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy? That was the beginning. Are you seeing that? Aha. So this also destroys the idea that angels have just existed regarding eternity. In fact, Genesis 1 says that God made the heavens and the earth. So everything, including spiritual reality, everything was created by God in the beginning. Verse 8. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? In other words, he's saying that when the world was made, when water, you know, he made the seas, he put boundaries. He's saying, were you there? (laughs) Only God can talk like this. When I made the cloud its garment, and wrapped it in thick darkness. When I fixed... Oh, are you seeing that? When I made the clouds, its garment, and wrapped to... He's talking about the clouds. Why, why are the clouds dark? Can you explain why the clouds are dark? He says, when I fixed limits for it, and set its doors and bars in place. Oh, I love the way God is talking. He said, I fixed limits for it, and I set what? Its doors and bars in place. <laughs> when I said, this far you may come, and no further... Here is where your proud waves halt. He's talking about the sea. In other words, God put boundaries. He says, were you there? Only God can talk like this. It's only the creator of the world that can talk like this. The one who was not made. <laughs> the ancient one. Verse 12. Have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place, that it may take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Are you seeing this? Verse 17, have the gates of death been shown to you? Mm, mm, mm. Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanse of the earth? Tell me if you know this. It's a lot that he's telling him. Then we're going to end up as 20. He says, Can you then take them to their places? Do you know the parts of their dwellings? Hmm. Surely you know, for you were already born. (laughs) He said, obviously, we are talking, you are you a are creation. To be talking like this, you must have been a creation. See, you have lived so many years. <laughs> oh, Lord. And so, Job just is silent. He can't answer. How do you want to answer all these questions? You can't answer. And there's much more. You can actually just go read the book of Job 38 and see all the wonders there. And there's some research done on how the book of Job actually predicted a lot of... Um, things before their time before their time even constellation of stars stuff scientists discovered much later is there so it's a very powerful 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 text and it points to the fact that look this god is all powerful this god is a maker he was not made it's an insult to call him made ogun and shango were made um thor was made look at that's why they're beating him up in marvel But God was not made. Guys, think about this. See how it applies to your life. Are you living your life like there's a God? Or are you just living your life hoping that you just figure something out later? That's a very dangerous kind of lifestyle. So, that's it for today. Share this with somebody. Let them also get to think about these things. Alright? And I'll catch you guys later in another episode. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram at pst.essien, Also, if you've been blessed and you'd love to support what we do here at Mog Podcast, then you can give to 106207685 six two zero seven six eight five. I'll say that again, 0106-207-685 GT Bank. God bless you.